The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, uh, let's go to Hallis Hall right now. So normally this is obviously Justin Fields as he's the number one quarterback, but with him out, Tyson Bajant, who played very well in his uh, first start as a rookie, is uh, meeting the media right now up at Hallis Hall. Let's uh, carry that now. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just like to keep it as similar as possible. Um, this week will be a little bit, you know, this week's going to be similar to last week and the sense of the reps I'm getting at practice. But other than that, just keeping everything the same. Tyson, after after watching the film, what did you like about what you did on Sunday and what, what needs to get better? Um, I like how we operated as offense. I thought the O-line played extremely well. I thought the running backs ran hard. Receivers made plays when we needed them to. Um, I think ball security in the pocket was definitely a highlight of something I need to be more aware of. Can you walk us through the third down, that 15-yarder you hit to DJ down the home team sideline? Uh, when I rolled out? Uh, yeah, two-minute drill. Um, we had a concept called, had a rush in the middle of the pocket, escaped right, and then saw Cole and then DJ on top of him beating his guy, and I just led him to the sideline try a nice high safe throw. Flus, yeah, Flus mentioned, just when we talk about the anticipation throws, that's one that really stood out to him. How do you go about practicing those? Like, it just seemed like you were so on the money with that one, and it, did that feel like that to you? Yeah, it felt good. It felt smooth. Uh, I thought DJ did a good job with with separating and working the scramble drill, getting off of his route, and then getting in uh, in tune with me. Um, and then once again, um, just as a pro quarterback, got to be able to make that throw. So, just more of a reaction and not necessarily thinking about it uh, too much. Are you anxious to throw the ball downfield more? Uh, I'm excited to do whatever it is that I'm asked to do. That's that's really the extent of it. Um, whatever they want me to do, I'll do it uh, to the best of my ability. When you had time to reflect about Sunday, what did it mean to you? Uh, everything. Um, you know, everybody knows coming from where I come from, uh, both, you know, the division I came from, kind of how I grew up with, you know, not a whole lot of football resources uh, around me. So it felt good to be able to just have hard work be rewarded. Are you looking forward to your inevitably your your story being told on national television? Uh, I I don't know. Looking forward to it, it's exciting and it's cool to it's cool to see that a lot of people um, are getting to getting to know me. Um, so it is it is pretty cool in that sense. Have you had a, a weird moment at all in the last couple of days, or did you catch yourself on ESPN or or hear somebody talk about you or anything? Was was there any surreal moment? Um, no, there was one last night I was on the phone with a, um, with a dude from Huntington and he said, uh, he had done a bunch of research and that I was the first, uh, West Virginia born and raised, uh, quarterback to ever start in NFL. So I thought that was, that was like, I was sat, sitting back on my couch, like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. You come from a place. We're going to, uh, we're going to get a better level on this to make sure that the, uh, volume is better. So we'll bring back some of the audio towards the back end. I see some people here in Twitch 
complaining about the volume and uh, that's as loud as we had it there for whatever reason on the mic. We'll work on that. That and, just and means we'll they're not complaining better. about something else. Yeah, right. Yeah, like They just shifted yeah. their complaints from one thing to another. Yeah, but we, we look. I was it, able to it, hear it, and there's always. I know. It's, uh, it is an audio medium, though. So, like, the, like, I like to complain about phone quality. It is important to be able to understand and to be able to hear well. So I understand where people are coming from. He's good from. at a press conference. He's savvy for a kid with very little experience on this stage. He praises his teammates when people compliment him. There's very there's no arrogance to his presentation. So um, it's a fun story right now. It's what it is. It's yeah. a fun story. Yeah, and, and, and we'll see where this goes. Uh, if, if, if he'll play the same, will the Chargers know how to game plan for him? They don't seem... To understand how to game plan for anybody these days. Not really. The Chargers, like, they didn't know how to cover um, Kelsey in the last game. Everyone knows that you've got to cover Kelsey. And and they certainly in that first half didn't know how to cover Kelsey. They are way, way worse on the field than they are on paper. Yeah, they allow 407 yards and 26 points per game defensively. That's 31st and 25th, respectfully. They rank dead last in pass defense. Yes. They give up 310 yards per game. So there are opportunities. You're 100% right. There's a Bosa on that line. There's a Mac on that line. There's a, and uh, Sante Samuel in that secondary. There's a Derwin James in that secondary. There are players on that defense collectively, though they have not delivered. It is, um, it is sort of like your first instinct to say, the Bears are stepping up in class against the Chargers. But the numbers that you just read, by those numbers, they're truthfully lower than the Raiders in, def- in defense. Correct. That is in, correct. In talent, they aren't. But in numbers-wise, in the way they've played the sport, yeah. they are. You, you try to put it all into to your calculator and come up with something. They've played the Dolphins. They've played the Titans. They've played the Vikings, the Raiders, the Cowboys, and the Chiefs. So they've played some explosive passing games, but, you know, there are opportunities. There are a lot of opportunities to put up a number on this team, and they are definitely a team that is more impressive when you read their roster than when you watch their film. Should we play some of this Chase Daniel from his breakdown of uh, Tyson Bajan today? I think the uh, the volume on that's kind of low, too. I'm joking. Here's Chase Daniel. He uh, breaks down the film on his YouTube page. He's a former Bears backup. He's also a former Chargers backup. Last couple of years, he played for the Chargers. And uh, he talks a little about Tyson Bajan going through his progressions. Here's the play, if you remember, when he ran for the first down to get them, I think, gold to go. Um, and this is when he motioned to the crowd, hey, let's get going, let's let's get loud. So this is him breaking things down. The thing that I'm most impressed about with a lot of the people who know the stuff when it comes to breaking down the tape is the way Bajan goes through his progressions, the way he processes the defense. So take a listen to Chase Daniel, who knows how to break down film. A bunch slot formation with this fast motion makes something miss with his legs. This is where I thought he was really, really good. He's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. And I like this concept right here, right? We're going to pause it right there. I'm going to draw the routes. All it is is a little stick route. And you have someone coming over top, all right? This is a good cover three beater. It's just a pure progression. This is what I thought Luke did a really good job at. It was pure progression. Just sweep the board left to right read. Let's see Tyson go through it, okay? 
He looks right there. He knows he's off of it. Right there, you got a defensive end dropping. And for some reason, this little safety is sitting back there. So it's not what they wanted. It's not what they practiced. So you got to get through it. He even gets to his fifth read. So he went one, two, three, four, five, and said, ah, I'm just going to run. Like the dude got through his progression really quickly because all this over here is dead. Dead in the water. This is not the look they wanted. They wanted a, a cover three, weak rotation down, but they didn't get it. And he just gets through his progression. Mooney's not quite sure what he's doing. That's fine, though. And you go and make a miss. If you can use your legs, especially as a as an undrafted rookie free agent quarterback, and he's pumped, too. Look at that. Like, like the dude's got swagger. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. This is what the Bears needed a little bit. Like, hey, give me that juice. Give me that en- energy. Okay? I love it. And the fact that, you know, the, the Bears have only won – Two of their last 18 games, Tyson Bajant, one start, one win. Justin Fields, 17 starts, one win. Just interesting. Really, really excited for this guy. One, two, three, four off. Gets through it so quickly because he just knows. He knows something is up right there. As soon as he sees this defensive end and this linebacker drop, he knows he's not throwing the flat. He's going to get back here. All right, 13 needs to be right in here. But he also understands that this safety is here, too. So that's just high-level quarterbacking and this quarterback IQ. Understanding the offense to move on from the progression. And pump fakes it to no one, which is fine. And I want to show this. Just just jacked up right here, man. That's sweet. Let's go. Come on, Soldier Field. <laughs> There's uh, Chase Daniel. But I, like the thing that I noted there, Waddle, was that he talks about him getting through four or five different progressions. Different guys. This guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. No. And then I'm off. But he's looking for all of it. Yeah. I I was impressed watching it a second or a third time as well. Like I've said, you know, sometimes you manipulate the pocket or you move in the pocket to give yourself an an opportunity to throw. It's just knowing the position. And he does that exceptionally well uh, also. The offensive line, I thought, had a stellar day in run blocking. They ran it for 173 yards and a 4.6 yards per carry clip. I didn't think that their pass blocking was all that great. But as he moved around, it's a combination of getting the ball out quick and moving appropriately. I think he was sacked once. Maybe there was two sacks, but there were no huge, you know, game-changing, momentum-changing negative plays and I think, I said it on Monday, one of the things that impressed me most about him is he made two boom-goes-a-dynamite plays when he stepped in against the Vikings. He fumbled, ball was returned for a touchdown, he threw the interception. Now, here's a quarterback who has played a ton of football. You learn from those mistakes. And I was very interested to see just how high up on the priority list taking care of the football was. And you could see in his play, it was at the very Yeah, time. yeah. And to your point about, like, we had some people called in and said, hey, the, the offensive line was great this game. And that's why Bajan played well. Here's a play where Chase Daniel points out that the line wasn't good, but him making the smart decision to make up for it. So uh, take a listen to this. This is so good. He knows where he's at. They got a little short motion out all the way here. They got a little slant, a little slant. And this is actually a screen. Okay, so he's taking coaching saying, hey, if you get pressure, feel free to take this inside slant. All right, but I want you to watch up here. This is a screen that gets set up. And he said, no, you know what? I'm going to take the easy completion. I'm going to do what I'm told coaching-wise. All right, because the offensive line is blocking 
not great right now. They're letting guys through. And at the end of the day, he's saying, hey, I don't have to throw the screen because I know that this is man coverage and this guy's right here. This is high-level quarterbacking for me. And the fact that they were ready to, to get the ball as well is, is really, really good. And then honestly throws a strike on top of it. But I thought this was really cool because at the end of the day, it's going to be a screen to Cole Komet. And he said, you know what? I'm getting pressured. I'm getting sped up. We're doing saw dog pressure, okay? Double-edged pressure. I don't have enough time for the screen. And also see number one coming coming down to cover Cole Komet. Don't like screens versus man, all right? Sees the middle of the field vacate and said, hey, you know what? I have an answer for that. Just that type of quarterbacking, that type of level of quarterbacking. And then, I mean, makes it dime. I mean, throws a dime shot. Max Crosby's not even blocked right here. Look at this, okay? Because this tackle's going... I mean, great decision right here. I can't, I can't, I can't say anything more than that. It's just like, dude, it's a great decision right there and a great throw. I thought the decision making from the kid was great all day. There's a was just a slant route that he threw yes, to, to Darnell Mooney. Yes, it was a hot route. There's no question. It, and and the good thing about this was is and Chase describes it. The ball. He doesn't talk about the ball placement. The ball placement is perfect. The middle of the field has been vacated in this play, and this is something that I have thought that they really needed to focus on recently as well. They don't attack the middle of the field enough, in my opinion. They're just too easy to defend when they don't work the middle of the field. You saw them work the middle of the field significantly more, I think, in this game. And it was a throw that had to be low and it had to be out in front of Mooney because he had a safety on top and a cornerback trailing him. And it was it, it looks simple and it ends up being an eight or nine yard play, but based on him deciding to go away from the screen. Finding a throwing lane, recognizing it's hot, and then put the ball in the place it needed to be in, that's, that's a quality quarterback play, without a doubt. And you saw a lot of that. Yeah. Here's his, uh, at the end of, uh, it's about a 20-minute breakdown on YouTube. Here's Chase Daniel again. He, he spent a lot of years in the league. Did not start a lot of games. I remember one game he started for the Bears. Wasn't it a Thanksgiving game when Mitch was hurt? He won. Yeah. They won that game. Yes, they did. But again, he has made a living as a backup in this league, and now he's doing some media work. Uh, Chase Daniel with his final conclusion on Tyson Bajan's first start in the NFL. I thought for the most part, Tyson Bajan played really, really well. All right, like when you're a backup quarterback and you're an undrafted guy like myself, you always have that chip on your shoulder. But for Tyson Bajan to come out and play the way he did on a short notice and his first start ever and to play pretty much just a clean game, I thought it was a great, great game. So there's. A- I would add this as well. Like there was a lot of thought that they they really dumbed down the offense for him. I didn't think that was the case, and then I heard Cole Komet say some things that that validated what my initial thought was. A game plan can change as a game rolls on. Like they were com- they were they were controlling the line of scrimmage. There were more pass plays in this game plan, from what I understand, this past week. But they were running the football so well. They were up 14-3 at the half. They come out in the second half, and they continue to run the football well. There was no need for them to go away from what was working. They may have to change their approach against the Chargers on Sunday night. And I don't think that it's going to be some traumatic change for him in this offense to open things up. Maybe they don't run the football 40 times for 173 yards this week against the Chargers. Maybe they're going to be forced to move the football through the air more frequently. I don't think that they're going to be overwhelmed if, in fact, they have to amp up the game plan because I think the game plan probably had a lot more pass passing plays in it this week. They just It wasn't necessary because you were dominating the Raiders on the ground.
So it's going to be interesting because Herbert is one of the most hyped quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. And a lot of people want to see more from him in, in translating into wins. And here's a guy who's on the opposite spectrum of that, a guy who's not drafted, a Division two guy who's got no pub and no real expectations other than his family. And, and we'll see where it goes on national TV. I think it's a very intriguing Sunday night game. You know, there was a thought a week and a half ago that would, would, would NBC actually flex out of this game? Because it was the Chargers who were underachieving and it was a Bears team that had one win. So I, you know, there was some thought a couple of weeks ago that NBC, this may not be something that they wanted to keep on their, on their schedule. Now there's some intrigue here. If, in fact, there are some rumblings out in L.A. about the Chargers, is the coach on the hot seat? I don't think, regardless of the outcome of this game, he's going to get fired in the middle of the season. But who knows? And now you've got a young quarterback making his second start in the NFL after winning his first start and did it in a very clean and efficient fashion. I think this is probably – I haven't really looked at or researched the games this week uh, and what the schedule looks like. To me, obviously, I have a dog in the hunts, but – this would be a game that I'd be very interested in if I was just a casual NFL football fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you taking them with the points? I've already made the play. Yes. I don't know why they're giving eight and a half. I don't know why it was nine. I mean, look, there I got are them some, at nine. There's some really good pieces to their puzzle. Again, I told you, like they they've played some. They lost to the Dolphins by two, the Titans by three, the Cowboys by three, and then they got blown out in in, in Arrowhead last week. They've played some stiff competition. I don't know what went into that number, but I would definitely take the and not just because I don't think the kid will be overwhelmed and they're running the football very very well. Their defense has played in an improved brand of football lately as well. So. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take the eight and a half, but something just leaves me a little itchy and scratchy. Why is that number what it is? What is the intel that Vegas is using, or what is the rationale that Vegas is using to put that number where they did? And by the way, this will be a home game for the Bears. At SoFi, I guarantee you that that place will be louder for the Bears than it will be for the Chargers. So... You put it all together, and damn right, I'll take the points and probably get beat by 20. <laughs> no, no, no. When was the last time they got, I'm trying to think. Like uh, Kansas City? Yeah, I, mean, I guess so, yeah. I, mean, that was I was there. The, duh. I, was, I was thinking back to last year uh, of road games. But I was, yeah, I was there in Kansas City. Yeah, they get boat raced. John in Bloomington, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Johnny? Hey, guys, how's it going? We're good. Yeah, so I I had a story about a promise that was made to me. Um, I have a couple siblings who are similar in age to myself. And when my older brother started high school, my parents sat us down and said, okay, if if anyone graduates as valedictorian, we'll buy you a brand new car. Nice. Um, I graduated as a valedictorian, and when I graduated, my parents were like, what are you talking about? So your parents ratted, ratted you, ratted on you. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you say to him? I mean, I was like, okay, whatever. Did you call them liars? Uh, I don't think I used that harsh term, uh, those terms, but I, I did say, you know, even my siblings backed me up. They're like, no, you definitely made that promise. Maybe mom and dad but, liked your siblings more than they liked you. Oh, no. Uh, I'm just I, asking. I am, I am the middle child. There you so go. It's definitely possible. You got the Jan syndrome. 
That's an old reference. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah. Jan from the Brady Bunch. Yes. <laughs> I, my, my sister was married on my birthday, so I did get 16 candles as well. Oh, did wow. Did you really? Yeah. They didn't forget your birthday, did they? Uh, no, she just purposely planned it on that date. Did you get a cake at her wedding? Uh, I got a piece of cake. Oh, really? You didn't get, like, a, your own birthday cake? Because we got married on my dad's birthday, and we got him his own cake and right. gave him and sang happy birthday. You were there. You didn't, I don't remember that, too. It was we, your dad's birthday. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and we, we sang happy birthday to him. Nobody oh, did that for you? Don't, it doesn't sound like uh, you've they, taken they, this with you forward in life, and it's <laughs> not bothering you. It, I, I live by it is what it is. Okay. John, <laughs> you thanks. You can't change it. No. We appreciate it. Right. Uh, someone showed me that they got a tattoo as well. We were talking about proclamations uh, that you made and you either had to follow through or you didn't follow through. 2013, someone said that they said that if the Hawks won the cup with Corey Crawford, he would get the number 50 uh, in a heart tattooed on him. And he did that. He did it. On his arm. You remember somebody who was trying to win a trip on this very program sure. tried to back out of a of a uh, a proclamation. But did, that's not what they said, though. You, we asked them to do that, and he said he didn't want to do that at first. Remember, that's not what... what didn't he tell... Thought he said, or did he... he at no point agreed to get his nip knops. No, pierced. it was the opposite. He said that he would, his wife would do it. Oh, that's he right. Remember, his you, wife without yeah, okay. yeah, consulting her. He that's said a that, bad move. He too. said his wife would get hers yeah. pierced, and he would get the tattoo. Right. And you said if you flip it around, yes, you'll correct. win the trip on the spot. And that's when he goes, "No, I'm not going to do it." And his wife made him do it. And his wife then convinced him to do it. And they had a wonderful so, time on the so trip. So he never backed no, out. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was a pretty solid move on his behalf. Uh, by the way, Rob Elgis is also uh tweeting us he wants a piece of the pizza. Do we have I any leftover any pizza? Left. Two pieces. Algus from uh, ABC7. Send him send him to the third floor. He wants to judge the pizzas that we made. Uh, you can see them on uh, our social media page, at ESPN1000 on Twitter. So check that out. We'll get to, uh, we'll play you later in the show, the Bajan stuff. We've got that now into the system uh, at a better uh, audio level. And uh, we'll get to Waddle's World. We've got Barstool Big Cat coming in studio at 4 o'clock. So we've got a lot of fun coming your way. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Be entertained by the NBA last night. I wanted so badly to sit on my couch and be thrilled. I just was, I couldn't get into it. By the way, uh, Waddle's World is brought to you by the great people at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us member FDIC. Um, Nugs and Lakers, normally I'd be all in, and I, I did have them on television too. Yeah. They were like on two slash three. I've got two and three. They're the same size in the same place. 
I had the Hawks on in that area as well. That was kind of a, after the uh, Bedard goal that got waved off, sort of was a stinker. Yeah. Boston dominated them. Kind of in my hockey uh, my hockey hammock right now, just kind of. In the hockey Casu- hammock. Casually just, you know, The skates are going to cut up the uh, the netting in the hammock. I know. I just, I, I'm not ready to hit the ice just yet. I'm just finding myself. I'm interested, but I'm not, like, over the top. Maybe it was just because I had money on Schwarber, on Harper, on the the Phillies, on the, the, the run line. I had money on yeah. uh, Jokic for a triple-double, Jamal Murray for over two-and-a-half threes, and LeBron over 21-and-a-half points. They all had except LeBron had 21. So maybe I was down in the dumps because I was just losing money over and over and over LeBron only played, what, 28 minutes, 29? Not much. He talked about that. He had no turnovers. And then did you see that AD uh, had 17 in the first half and zero in the second? That would have chapped my ass if I had money on him. But I did not see it. That's the point. Like I, you know, I love, and then I love a good late, uh, good late night NBA action. And I had zero interest no. in Suns and Warriors. And there's, you know, Booker, Booker KD, had a good game. Steph, Clay. I mean, there's a lot. Is CP3 his first game? He with had a the, terrible game. Yeah. I mean, it was just the whole thing. Of, what, 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 I we, fell asleep. I want to talk some Bulls later, too. We could oh, do it with I'm Big Cat. I do. I, 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 I do. Like, and then, like, we have a poll out there about people being excited. But again, what I am getting very confused about and disheartened about is, again, about minutes restrictions and the new rules. Just about, again, it's just too much. There shouldn't be this much thinking with the excitement of a new season. Do you know what I mean? Like, what other sport do you really enter and say, okay, well, who's playing and who's not? Yeah. Who's full going, who's not? Like, we're usually, unless you're hurt, we're usually ready to go. I am interested in this, A, because the Bulls are playing tonight. I like watching the Thunder. Does that make me weird? No. The Thunder have have some interesting pieces to their puzzle. We haven't seen Chet Holmgren in the regular season. Big Lou Dort guy, too. Yeah. Lou's built like a linebacker. You better not be bringing that weak stuff into the lane if Lou Dort's on you to thump your ass. So this, I think they're an they're an entertaining S- S- team. SGA is one of the better players yes, in the league. Absolutely, Bulls are one point favorite, I believe. And the Bulls are still you like know, I, you. You what's that? You want my play for tonight? Yeah. You want me to give it to you now or later? Obviously, now or later. The, yeah, right now. The obviously it's over points for Demar Derozan because that's like an addiction. I have not. I've, really? I, I quit that. Okay. I quit that, and I, I've quit parlays. I've given up on parlays too. Okay. My my play tonight is Kobe White over 11 and a half points. All right. They just gave him the bag. He's going to get minutes. He's a starter. He's feeling confident. 11 and a half points. It's not a lot of points. No. Kobe White. Their total's at, and I know you jacked it up for odds reasons. So you got it at what, 38? Over 38, 38 and a half. 38 and a half. This team was 40 and 42 last year. Isn't yes. that what they were? Uh-huh. Vegas has got the number 37 and a half. What are they telling you? What are they? Te- are they telling you that possibly a two of one of two things, right? E- either they believe they're not going to be as good this year as last year. 
Or they believe that if, in fact, things start off slow, maybe they'll trade a couple of their pieces. And I, this is a Bulls team that never trades anybody. Or, or remember, they, they were, like Tyler's been telling us, even though Zach didn't start out healthy, they were pretty healthy last oh, year. Oh, they were. Their top three guys were played pretty much almost a- every after game. After the false start from Zach, those three guys played a lot of minutes together. And they still only won 42. So if they do miss DeMar for an excessive amount of games, if he does get hurt, or if someone misses a lot of games, they, who knows? That's with good health. I guess it's not that much of a stretch. Again, they were 40 and 42 last year. To say that they're only going to win, or the number's 37 and a half. Right. 37 and a half would, if they they went to, th- let's say they hit 38 wins, that would not have been good enough to get you into the play-in last year. So they're basically telling you there's a good chance this Bulls team is not going to participate in the play-in. The other thing, too, is DeMar's on an expiring deal, so they if trade. you can get anything for him at the trade deadline and you're kind of teetering in the middle there. Well, that was the other thing. Like I said, like there's probably mm-hmm. two options here for Vegas. A, we don't think you're as good, you know any better than 37 right, and a half wins. Even if or you're good enough, you still may... might trade DeMar. Yes, well, that's Ooh. true. What, the, what about the continuity, AK? Huh? I don't talk to the media if I'm AK, so, so what, do you, keep, what kind of response we're, we're do you want? We're getting rid of DeMar and we're keeping Vooch? You ask questions to AK, all you're getting is silence. So ask me again. For them, to, dra- for them to draft one of their special draft picks? Yeah. I'm AK. Ask me the question. AK, what about continuity? Thank you, AK. You're welcome. Uh, by the way, Brock Purdy has found himself in concussion protocol. I guess he started showing symptoms on the flight home from uh, Minneapolis. So Sam Darnold, if if uh, Brock Purdy can't go, Sam Darnold would be called upon. Well, did you see what Shefty wrote? Brock Purdy is now unlikely to play Sunday versus the Bengals based on this trend. No NFL player placed into concussion protocol this season has played the same week. Well, there you go then. So there's a good chance or there's a great chance that you're going to see Sam Darnold. Uh, injury report brought to you by Costa Ivoni Personal Injury Lawyers. We have the Bears injury report out, too, don't we? And I believe, did you not tell me, Tyler, that Roshan was a full participant? Yes, he was full today. Okay, so he's back. Let's make sure that we keep as many of our running backs active, those that are available. Let's keep them all as active as humanly possible. Uh, but Roshan should be back in. Do you want some uh, of the notable names? Yeah, from the, I'm right, scrolling so through trying to find. Jaquan Brisker did not practice with an illness. Nate Davis, no surprise here, but he did not practice. Uh, Dan Feeney was limited with a knee injury. What happened to Dan Feeney? He hasn't played in a game. Well, maybe, he he was, maybe he was putting his pants on, taking his pants off. Who That's knows? That's what happens to old guys, not Dan Feeney. Um, Eddie Jackson was limited with a foot injury. Roshan Johnson, we mentioned, is back. Uh, Braxton Jones, uh, they opened the 21-day practice window for him. He was limited today with a neck injury. Yeah, can we close the door and lock it on Larry Borum? And then the only other real significant change, uh, Darnell Wright did not practice with a shoulder and toe. Yeah, I've been told by somebody that would, you know, that is very good at this stuff. Keep an eye on him. Played one-handed or one-armed last week and Mm. did a nice job. But, I mean, it's no surprise he missed Thursday's practice. He was DMP. Uh, you just wonder 
if this is something that he will eventually be able to get over or it's now, something that's going to keep him And now it's bothered. Bo, too? Yeah. And he was DMP? DMP today. So big men with toes are not a good thing. No. No. Small guys with toes, too. I mean, too, if you got a toe injury, toes kind of suck because you've got to run. you got to run on that foot. To- but, turf toe is what ended Dennis Gentry's career. Pinky. Turf toe is horrible. That anybody's ever had it. Did they call him Pinky for yeah. that reason? Uh, no. No. Not for the toe. I'm not doing no. no. Anyway, Pepper X is now the world's hottest chili pepper. Have you ever had one of those? Have you ever gone through that exercise? Meller was showing me a video. I can't do it. Yesterday? Was it yesterday? And he couldn't believe yeah. that I hadn't seen it. Has this video been out for quite yeah, some time? Yeah, two girls who, well, back when the... I two think girls, the, one pepper yes, was how it was yes. labeled. I think two girls, when the ghost pepper, was that the previous hottest pepper? I don't know why it was labeled like that. Everyone's Carolina trying to be Reaper, wasn't there it? There you go, the Carolina yeah. Reaper pepper. Back in 2016... Two girls famously made a video where they tried it and they immediately regretted it. Coughing and like and it, spitting up like all this drool. And and I asked Meller as this video was going on, is this real? Like it seemed a little bit over the top. But then, and then he's like, admit, oh yeah, it's real. And, and then, then they, 30 seconds later, the video keeps rolling. And, and would you agree it looks pretty authentic? Oh yeah. Like they took the one of the girls upstairs and the mother comes out of the room screaming, you know, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. This isn't funny. And at the end of it, they show her with like an, an oxygen tank attached to it. She's wheezing. I just didn't know how do you need oxygen after you've taken, like oh. she didn't even eat whatever she had. She put it in her mouth. Like it hit her lips and she chewed on like, it and then spit it out because it was so. The taste buds, it just. You've I, never done that? No, no. I'm bad with spice. I can't even eat jalapenos. Oh, really? I can do like I wasabi. I could do horseradish, that type of hot or heat, but not the pepper heat. There's, You know what I mean? There's they're a little two, different. Yeah. They're different types. What happens to you? You start to sweat or you get stomach yeah, aches? No, not stomach aches. Just. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's too high. I can't get it off. Will we have to put the oxygen mask on yes, you like yeah, this girl? Yeah. Well, anyway, the Carolina Reaper is no longer the hottest chili pepper in the world after the same grower unveiled Pepper X. So Pepper X is now now on top of the mountain with regard to all of these challenges. Pepper X. Pepper X. I don't know why people do that stuff. Like, if you wanted to do, like, a, a beer bong race, I'm in. Like, if we could, like, get a challenge and see oh, how fast you'd you could win do that. it. You'd win that. Probably not at this advanced age, but back in my prime. No, you still I do it. I was the Deion Sanders of beer bongs. Fast, athletic, talented, take on anybody. So, everyone's, not anymore. Everyone's I haven't had got one skill. Yet. I haven't had one in a long time. Well, we need to do that I haven't here. done a beer well, bong guess, in a long time. Yeah, alcohol's been banned here. Well, I could go outside and do it. You should. I could go outside in the front. And the do marketing it. Uh, the MCs did they that. Were, they were doing that. Mm-hmm. But I would do that. I would do that for you. Uh, James Harden, uh, I guess, went back to practice, but he's not playing. Uh, just enough with him. Here. Yeah, I Get like. Out. You talk about who are you most tired of in sports? He's at top of my list. Oh. He's not. You know the old. Is the juice worth the squeeze? The answer is no. I'm tired of the drama with him. I'm yeah. tired of him playing in basketball games. He's atop my list of athletes that I'm done with. Who's on your list? Who's the top of your oh, list? He's he's there. Who he's else? He's there. Uh, 
Chase Claypool was on the top of my list at one point. <laughs> yeah. Now he's not our problem. Um, but yes, I think I think James Harden is at the top of that list. I can't think of anybody else that's on that uh, list. I think we could come up with some. Tweet us. Uh, people in the Twitch chat, who who are the athletes right now that you are the most done with or tired of? And also, Jim Ursay says the NFL has admitted to them that they made a couple of incorrect calls in the Colts' loss. Yasmani Grandal for Sox fans, I would think. Close, but still, James, not, not on the same Manc- level. I as- think you could go with a lot of Sox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yohan Mankata. But, like, I, like nationally. You, no, James no. Harden's at the top of the list. Any NFL players? Chase Clinton. All right, when we come back, uh, we want to be on time for, oh, my God, a superstar has walked into the building. Oh, look at and him. And I'm not talking about Rob Elgis, somebody else. But when we come back, we'll do a little something we call Florida or Ohio. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. That's right. Florida or Ohio with a special in-studio contestant. Bob Barker's Let's here. Go. No, he's not. He's, he's not with us. Away. He's not, I know. He's not with us. He's the GOAT. He is the GOAT. Um, we were getting some pushback about uh, Alex Trebek being the GOAT. But no, while Alex Bob Trebek Bob. is great yeah. and was great, uh, Bob Barker's the GOAT. Also, we're not smart guys. No. Jeopardy no, was never he, my speed. Exactly. Plinko was, I could understand Plinko. Yeah. I want to do Plinko Z. They went to mountain climber. Yeah, exactly. I love when they would win like an RV. Not yeah. the whole RV, but like yeah, just like the back. Yeah, trailer park. Like, what am I going to do with this? How about when someone would spin the wheel and they'd hit their head on it because they yes. fall forward? Yes, yes. I'm, that's dangerous. A it's a dangerous Fantastic. game. Yeah. yeah. And that's just asking a bunch of trivia questions. By the questions. way, like seventy-five percent of the people that won stuff on that show never collected it because of the taxes. Yeah, the taxes. To it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Florida or Ohio brought to you by Nineteen Crimes Wine. Nineteen Crimes is unapologetic by nature, disruptive by design, and believes obedience gets you nowhere. Kind of like Barstool Big Cat. Yeah. Check out the wine aisle and start to find the rules with Nineteen Crimes today, Tyler. Man allegedly threatened to shoot someone at CVS unless he was given all the bottles of Viagra. Mm. We got a little dark on today's version. Well, well Blue know? Chew's a sponsor of one yeah. of the shows I do, yeah. so he they could us too. No, yeah. there we go. So yeah, get Blue Chew. What are you doing, man? Right, you don't, you don't have, have to s- hold people up. Right, put the gun down and get your Blue Chew. That could be a new like yeah. marketing campaign. Yeah. I, I like that. Leave like your that. gun at home. I think that's Florida. Florida's just generally... We got ammo for you. Yeah, Florida's a hornier state. Holster your Wait gun. a second. You don't think Florida's a hornier state? Oh, I forgot Urban Meyer. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he was well, in Florida. Both, yeah. 
That's true. Yeah, but where did, he, where did he fly back to? to yeah. Uh, yeah, where he to get his horn on. He yeah. got his fingers places they shouldn't be. Who's that? Do I, what do you guys do now? Am I? Am well, I'm I, thinking about yeah, it. Like, okay, I don't geez, make a rash right. decision. Yeah, why do oh, you got to rush through it? You got to go knee jerk. Take long, take wrong. Oh, I get it. This is a, I forgot. You know, we're in radio mode. Yeah. You know, you got you to you run the clock a little bit. Can we talk about Patrick Williams for so long? Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, you went city too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tallahassee, Florida. I'll roll with you, Waddle. I'll go with the. Uh, You're gonna go the Shaker Heights. Go Shaker Heights. Sure. Shaker Heights. Chagrin Falls. <laughs> it took place in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll, uh, you don't need the pills down in Florida. You get the sunshine, the vitamin D, get your stuff going. Yeah, you don't need it. You true. need it everywhere, I think. Wait, who's who's the schedule here for you or Yurko? Uh, that's Just to remind that's, you who the Bears are playing. That's Jeff no. Joniak. Oh, okay. And we went win loss win loss with him, and he predicted before the season that the Bears would be eleven and six. Oh my god! And he signed it. He had never he, done that. Done you got to make, make him eat it if we don't go 11 and 6. He said he would retire if the, if they didn't go 11 yeah. and 6. That was a bad move by Russo. We got to ask you about that, yeah. about proclamations and, and what You've we should hold people to I do. I mean, if the Vikings keep ripping off wins, I got to cut off the tip of my pinky. I would do it. Yes, I'm I know the anti Russo. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. got to talk to Barstool Bitcat about it. You can watch us on twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago or YouTube Live. Where's the, where's the camera? Right here. Or there. Is he caught in between? Let me see. If you're caught in between. Yeah, you're oh, right yeah. on the line. <laughs> yeah. Scoot over near Waddle. Need, yeah. Yeah. You don't need the pinky. No, you don't need no, the pinky. Need I the think pinky. it's balance. I think I'd probably tip over. I don't know how you'd bowl without it because to, to have the... I'm a decent bowler. Yeah. I, I'm like I, a 130 to 160. That's good. Never that's good. higher, though. No? And never usually never, lower. never rolled a 200? No, not even close. That's I would love to roll a 200. Yeah, one game, too. One glory game. I'd like to. What, what, if it's one weird. glory game, wouldn't you wish for a 300? 300. Yeah, he sets that's the bar a terrible low. wish. That would never happen, though. Right, but that's a terrible, like, if you're like, oh, I want to win the lottery. No, yeah. I just want to win hundred dollars to scratch off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at it. See? Got female fans. There we go. All right. Coming up next, we'll talk to Barstool Big Cat about uh, proclamations, about I Tyson Bajant. I um, gave her 100 bucks. <laughs> the Bulls, is he excited? And about, we've got some good entries. Which athlete are you most tired of as well? Ooh. We just started talking about that because Harden was both of our entries. We'll get to all that next.